Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1... Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, welcome to another glorious edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Today's Tuesday, November the 24th of 2020, day 329th of the year, and only 37 days left to go. Anyways, how are you doing this fantastic early edition? Oh, yes. I should stop saying that because it's just the edition at this point. It's not the early edition. It's not the late edition. It's not the whatever edition. It's that word is kind of here. So let's just kind of move on and do it that way. Anyways, we're coming to you live from the Safety FM studios. Yes, in Orlando, Florida. Yes, we are participating already starting the festivities of Thanksgiving week. So hopefully, hopefully, hopefully you're kind of getting ready and ramped up to do whatever the hell you're going to do. Um, hopefully, you know, you're, you're planning to have some fun times, even if it's home alone. No, not the movie, but for sure, some different things, especially this year, because, you know, the world of the strange continues as we go along, of course, if we wouldn't have it any other way, that's, that's for sure. So as we take a look at this and seeing what's going on, what are your plans on what you're going to be doing? Anyways, how's the last 23 hours and change been for you? Hopefully you've done some fun stuff all around the board there. Um, anyway, so let's talk about it. Every time that we start off the show, we try to start off with whatever the hell's going on inside of the world. 
That way there's no surprise element inside of that kind of stuff. And we kind of get you moving and grooving and rolling and bowling and all that fun things. So right now it is Tuesday, as we already discussed. So we normally talk about what's charting the tops and the tops of the charts and the charts of the topping and the topping and the charts. Now, the funny part is that right now they are breaking them down mostly to two trending charts. One be at Spotify and the other one with Apple. Well, we're going to continue down the same path of what we were doing before. And today might be, you know, some heartbreaking scenarios as we talk about it. But we have the top five songs going on right now, according to the world of Apple iTunes. So here it is at number five, Billie Eilish. Therefore, I am. I really couldn't care less, and you can give him my best, but just know I'm not your friend. Okay, there you go. Billie Eilish, number five. They're at number four with Sean Mendez <laughs> and Justin Bieber with Monster. Best, yeah. But what if I, what if I Okay, that was number five with Monster. Here's BTS with Life Goes On at number three. Okay, at the number two spot, it's BTS once again with Blue and Gray. And one more time, last but not least, this is BTS with Stay. Okay, so that's trending in the top five spots according to Apple iTunes. So there you go, BTS with the top three spots. Just in case you didn't understand somebody, don't worry. It is Korean pop. That's what it's referred to, except with the ones on there that they are actually doing a translation in English. The other chart, which is Spotify, that we did reference real quick. At number five, 24 Goldenwood Mood. At number four, Ariana Grande with Positions. Not the Lee Larson version. Uh, number three, BTS, Life Goes On. At number two, Dynamite with BTS. And at number one, according to songs according to Spotify, is Bad Bunny with Jay Cortez with Dakiti. So there you go. That is the top five going on inside of the world. And hey, I don't pick them. I just say them. There you go. That's what's going on. Anyways, let's get you moving and grooving inside of some feature story news. I'm going to probably chuckle out to death as I continue here. So let's get you to some feature story news and we'll get that rolling right away for you. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. China's launched a robotic spacecraft to bring rocks back from the moon. It's the first time any country has attempted to do so since the 1970s, as Patrick Fock reports from Beijing. The Long March 5 carrier rocket blasted off at 4.30 in the morning on Tuesday from the Wenchang Space Launch Centre on Hainan Island in southern China. 
It's China's largest rocket carrier, bearing with it the Chang'e 5 spacecraft. Its mission is to gather samples from the lunar surface to help scientists learn more about the origins of the moon and its formation. If all goes as planned, it'll make China the third country to retrieve samples from the moon, along with the US and Soviet Union. It underscores China's ambitions in space and tests its ability before undertaking more complex missions. Last year, China carried out the first landing on the far side of the moon and it launched a robotic probe to Mars in July. It aims to have a permanent manned space station operating in the next two years. Patrick Falk, Beijing. Donald Trump's instructed federal officials to begin the formal transition of power to Joe Biden. The incumbent president says it's in America's interests, but insists he's not conceding defeat and will continue to fight against election results. Simon Marks says it's a significant moment. It constitutes the formal end of this election because it means that the official transition will begin. Joe Biden will have access immediately to just over $6 million. He'll be able to move his base of operations from uh, Delaware to Washington, D.C. He'll have the taxpayer money to hire office space here and set up a uh, transition unit. FSN's Washington correspondent Simon Marks. The UN Security Council is meeting on Tuesday to discuss the conflict in the northern Tigray region of Ethiopia. The Ethiopian government's given a deadline of Wednesday for TPLF forces in the city of Mekele to surrender. International arrivals to England will be able to reduce their quarantine period to six days from December the 15th. It will require travellers from destinations not on the government's travel corridors list to pay for a COVID-19 test after five days of isolation. If it comes back negative, they'll be allowed to leave quarantine. Heathrow Airport boss John Holland Kay says it's good news but long overdue. It's also meant that people can't plan ahead. They can't plan for their holidays. If you wanted to take the kids away for a bit of winter sun, you wouldn't be confident you could get back and have them start the new school, school term. So this is really welcome. Five days is better than 14 days. Not everyone is going to travel as they used to do. A test is expensive. It's got to be paid for by the passenger. But I would hope that very quickly those test costs will come down. But the next step needs to be that people are tested before they get on a plane. And that would mean that you can travel with confidence when you get to your destination that you're not going to have to go into any kind of quarantine. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. You information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. Well, that's an interesting twist of events if you take a look around, take a listen to what the hell's going on, especially from what was going on over the last few weeks. Well, but whatever. I'm just kind of here to be the, you know, uh, the person that shares the info with you because that's exactly what goes on. So there you go there. Good morning, sunshine. Whoa. Or morning, sunshine. Apparently I can't read. Yeah. Well, welcome to the winter sun. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about what's going on inside of the world. Of course, you already heard this transition of power, so that's going to be interesting. I'm sure once we get into the swamp, we'll have some more stuff there. Um, that's for sure. But let's talk about what's going on the top of the shit list as we go about it first thing this morning. AstraZeneca COVID vaccine has proven to be 90% effective according to the drug company and Oxford University. Also, the vaccine can be easily distributed as it does not need to be frozen, which is a Issue plaguing Pfizer and Moderna. 
What's more is that AstraZeneca vaccine seems to be permanent infection, not just to the disease, according to Peter Horby, professor of emerging infection disease and global health at Oxford. The company reports that it will have about 200 million, yeah, 200 million doses by the end of 2020, with about 700 billion doses ready globally by the end of the first quarter of 2021. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. It's getting into the point here that it's almost going to be very similar to the car, the car buying stuff. Of I want this version of the vaccine. Oh no, please give me that version of the vaccine. And I think that that's exactly what's going to go on. Buenos dias, señor. Espero que todo esté bien. Or está bien. Para decirlo correctamente. Anyway, so that's what's going on inside of the box here. Hopefully everything's fine with you as well. So what do you think? Which version are you going to want? Are you going to want the Moderna? Are you going to want to have the Pfizer? Or are you going to be looking at the AstraZeneca one? I don't know. I'm sure that my health insurance provider is going to screw me one way or the other. So they'll tell me which version I get to get. Whatever the Generico version is. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Anyways, China's bad woman says that a new round of testing shows that the coronavirus did not originate from a lab in Wuhan. Yeah, I did say bad woman just in case if you were wondering. And I'm going to screw up her name. So her name is Shai Sheng, Chai Sheng Zhengli or something like that. The deputy director of the Wuhan Institute of Virology published the, her findings in an update in a paper released in February in the scientific journal of nature. According to she, the, the genetics characteristics of the virus that she worked on didn't match those of the coronavirus spreading into humans. So far, the virus has infected about 58 million with an M people around the world and has killed 1.37 million, according to John Hopkins University. So what do you say here? I mean, you know, it depends on where you get your news source from. And believe me, there's a lot of spinorama on a lot of it. I, I will give you the info that I find with my version of whatever crap I want to say, that's normally how it goes here. And I kind of feel that it's not really news. We don't have, I don't know. I don't feel <laughs> that we have true journalists anymore for the, on the most, on the big channels, on the networks, on how they go about and say their stuff. They just have the spin zone. And then they give you the information on whatever the hell they have going on. At least that's my opinion. No spitting there needed, of course. Just joking as I say that. Anyways, let's continue. Seven people were shot, one fatally wounded. One fatally wounded. How are you fatally wounded? I think you're just fatal. At a Brooklyn apartment building over the weekend, witness said that the shots rang out during a party in the building in what officials are calling targeted attack. Among the victims were a 14-year-old girl, a 16-year-old boy, a 20-year-old woman and who succumbed to her injuries the ages of the other victims were not shared so i don't know i don't know you know we talk about this every day we talk about the gun violence we talk about what's going on we talk about how important it is and what to have a plan And I just get so afraid of what this is going to look like when everything starts opening back up once again. Like, are people just going to be deathly afraid of doing anything? I mean, are we going to really truly start looking at, hey, here's my avatar. It will be arriving at your party shortly. 
Welcome to the new digital world. Welcome to player one. I'm being serious here as I, as I say this in my sarcastic point of view. But, I mean, let's be realistic. Ever since they started doing this blended schooling, have you heard a lot about school shootings? No. Or have you? And I'm not saying, hey, that's what it needs to go to, but it seems like the world is becoming more comfortable without sitting or with sitting behind the little scope here and sitting behind the computer. And I'm not saying, hey, that's the way that we need to go. But what the hell is going to happen next? And you know that the moment that everything starts opening up, people are going to have a, a fit if anything goes wrong right away. But random acts of violence seems to be an ongoing thing as we talk about them all the time here. Just trying to figure out what the hell's going to happen. And it's like, how do we plan for that? And, you know, the, the interesting part is that if you are a safety pro, as they do say, you're supposed to know, you know, know it all. You're supposed to, which I, you know, I don't think it's possible, but you're supposed to already know what's going to happen. You're supposed to have a plan. You're supposed to be able to move forward and all this other stuff. And I just don't know how realistic it is. Like, what is this new realistic point of view that you as a safety pro are supposed to have? I just don't get it. Whatever. I can probably I can probably go off on that for a moment. But let's not do that. Let's try to keep us all happy-go-lucky this morning. Because I'm just in a happy place. Yeah, yeah. That's it. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. So this was kind of making the cycles over the weekend. So here we go. A Florida man saved a puppy from an from the jaws of an alligator. Yeah, there you go. Richard Willabank, 74, heard his new puppy gunner crying in his backyard after an alligator grabbed the dog and pulled it into the water. Will Banks jumped into the pond, grabbed the small gator, and pulled its jaws open, freeing Gunner. The heroic Will Banks, who only suffered minor cuts during the rescue, and the puppy is reportedly okay. Worth noting, Will Banks was able to keep the cigar that he was smoking in his mouth during the entire thing, because that's what the people in Florida do when they're going out there. Holy shit, dude. So, I mean, it doesn't say how big the alligator is, but when we're talking about alligators... You saw that gigantic monster thing that did make the appearance of not too long ago there in Naples. That they were saying, hey, they forgot this for the cast of Jurassic Park. So there you go. So let's continue talking and let's go through some other stuff because we're going to have to cover a lot of ground today. Ann Turner Cook, the original Gerber baby, is now 94. The baby food company marked the occasion on its Facebook page over the weekend and asked fans to send her birthday greetings. An illustration of Cook's iconic face drawn when she was four months old became Gerber's official trademark in 1931, according to the company's website. Well, I'm glad they went out of the way and talked about what was going on and posting it on Facebook. Because, you know, when I want to definitely get to the masses, that's where I go. It's funny how this digital world of ours kind of works. Um, that seems to be the ongoing conversation as of late. 
of the amount of control. Yes, I did say the word control some of these digital platforms have. I say that jokingly about how they posted it on Facebook, but think about it for a moment. Think about some of the influence that some of these digital places actually have. Now, let's kind of be realistic. We are streaming on Facebook at the moment. We are doing a version of that besides some of the other places that we stream at, the multiverse of Safety FM as we talk about it. But think about how the platforms have a lot of control of what's going on. Now, don't get me wrong. You are agreeing to a terms of service of being on the platform. So I'm not saying anything wrong with that. You agreed to it, so you opted to do it. But the amount of access that you're giving them, whatever the platform is, it's pretty interesting if you ever decide to sit down and read the terms of service. I remember there was one not too long ago that said that they were actually partaking of your soul as part of the terms of service. And then they jokingly brought it up later on just to let people know what they had signed off on, just proving more and more of the fact that people don't actually read those things. And don't get me wrong, I am guilty as charged as anyone else here. I mean, it is so much easier to just say, agreed, opposed to actually reading it. But it is, if you do get bored, and I do say bored, especially if you were alone over the weekend here, coming up relatively short, um, it might be a little interesting read, depending on which one you hang out on the most. I don't know if you're a LinkedIn person. I don't know if you're Facebook, if you're Twitter or Twata or whatever the hell you want to call it. But man, there's a lot of stuff that's there to be able to read. And the Instagrams of the world as well. We don't actually do that. the stuff there, or at least we don't broadcast there currently. Another conversation for another day. Um, so anyway, so we'll talk more about how things go on there. But what do you think? Glad for the Gerber baby being 94. I mean, would love to see what she looks like now in comparison. That's for sure. Anyway, let's continue. An Oregon man is suing his doctor after finding out the physician was having an affair with his wife. Pearson Tone, 47, sought out his family's physician's help to deal with the depression stemming from his failed marriage, only to discover that the doctor was sleeping with his wife. Tone is now seeking $2.9 million from Ronald Rosen. Yeah, Dr. Ronald Rosen in a lawsuit alleging that the professional negligence, according to the bulletin, Ben. So let's talk about that for, for a moment. You have your doctor that you're going to, that you're talking to, that you're struggling from depression because of your failed marriage. And then you find out that he's the one over there doing the dirt and might have been part of the cause of the failed marriage aspect. Now, I I don't know. Like, did he professionally do this after? I mean, there's so many questions to bring up for sure. I mean, I'm sure that going forward, people that hear this news story are going to question some of the doctor stuff. I mean, nothing against the doctor nowadays, nowadays, but man, that's something to think about. I mean, it's bad enough talking about some of the shit that's going on in your mind. Can you imagine after hearing this, what you're going to want or not want to do? Hey, I'm kind of concerned that my, my wife might be cheating on me. No, it's all okay. Are you sure that it's okay? Yes, it's all okay. But how do you know? I just know these things. Okay. Well, yes, I will proceed forward. Well, just go ahead and do that. I'll see you later at home. What the hell did you just tell? What did you just say to me? 
Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. What was that? Are you saying in the box she must have been hot because you would take the same risk if you had a license in your career? Oh, I'm sorry. Misread that. Anyway, stocks traded positive on Monday with the Dow surging 327 points and the NASDAQ gaining about 25 points and the S&P adding about 20. The new virus vaccine news created renewed sense of optimism during the session as AstraZeneca became the third major pharma company to announce successful vaccine candidate or candidate this month, joining Pfizer and Moderna. Shares tied closely to return to tourism's rebound of Carnival Corporation was lifted by 4.8%, and the American Airlines received about a 2.6 boost. So there you go. That's what's going on inside of the world of the stock market. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I live in a pretty populated area that, yes, there are a lot of people that come out and travel. So, yeah, that's cool and that kind of fun stuff. It it helps the economy in the area. But I'm going to tell you, going down to the local level, things here are not great. If you're coming here for some of the major theme parks, they're still letting people go, furloughing them or just letting them go altogether. Right now, Universal Studios has contacted about 1,100, 1,100, just in case, 1,100 salaried employees saying that they will not, they will be being furloughed by from now towards the end of the year. So they will be contacted at some point from now to the end of the year because they will be being furloughed out. And believe me, I understand that some of these companies have to make these hard cuts. I'm not saying it's easy, and I'm definitely not saying that this is one of these things that is the easiest thing on the planet, but it's part of the conversation that's going on behind closed doors. Just wondering how things are going to be able to move forward with some of these organizations, and you're seeing some of these smaller companies not being able to make a comeback. You're seeing this a lot with the mom-and-pop restaurants. And let's just be realistic. It's not that, hey, we need to remain open. At least this is what a lot of them are saying. It's the whole sake of this. Being open, but only being at 50% does not let them hit what they're supposed to be scheduled to make. So if they were struggling before at 100%, at 50%, they're not going to cut it. And, of course, there's some staff cuts that come about the same way. I keep on seeing more and more places going down. I hate to see it. I keep on hearing a lot of my friends saying that they don't have work to do because they're being let go. It's, it's some rough times, and I know we're supposed to be in the holiday spirit. And, yeah, there's some things to be thankful for. I'm not saying there's not. But, man, it has been rough. Rough, rough, baby, if you know what I'm saying with everything else going on. So think about it that way and look at your lucky stars if you have the chance to. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. 
Okay, so giant rats are roaming the street of New York's Upper West Side. Residents report that the massive rodents are terrorizing them broad daylight outside their homes while waiting for the subways and even their vehicles parked on the streets. The swarm of Assemblywoman Linda Rothensaw and the and the city's health department are teaming up for the latest installment of Rat Academy. Hold on. For the latest installment of Rat Academy. So there you go. That's what's going on right there. Um, so it, a live stream training for supers, te, supers, tenants, and homeowners for rat prevention. The training sessions were created about 10 years ago. That's <laughs> 10 years ago. Rat Academy. So there you go. You have the opportunity to do some stuff there for sure. New York City rats don't play. They, they, they'll cut a bitch. Well, that's good to know. The the stuff that I get in the box. <laughs> so I don't know. Pretty interesting for sure. Talking about the Rat Academy. You know, I think I'd be kind of freaked out walking the streets just seeing the seeing some critters roam. Roam the streets next to me. That's for sure. I'm sure those things happen. And it was this talk about it. Officers broke up an underground swinger sex party in Queens. Man, it sounds like New York's the place to be over the weekend. Caligula, which calls itself a private upscale on on, oh my god, on the premise of Swingers Club, was caught hosting more than 80 people and unlawfully serving alcohol, according to Sheriff Joseph Facito, manager of the location, Roy Bicoy. 37 was charged with violating executive orders, violating an emergency measure, operating an unlicensed bottle club, and unlawfully warehousing alcohol. He was slapped with a $1,000 failure to protect health and safety fine while the business was given a $15,000 fine. And the sheriff, this is what, according to the sheriff, what he had to say, but they definitely all had a really god dang good time. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Well, Sheldon Primus is saying that this is a place that he used to actually rock up uh, up in his good old hometown there of Queens. I guess he can explain more. Find that out next edition of the Safety Consultant Podcast. It's exclusively on SheldonPrimus.com. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick. More than 2 million. 2 million people to the skies over the weekend despite health officials urging everyone to skip Thanksgiving plans this year. While the total was only up about 42% according to the numbers traveled from last year, it is still marked one of the busiest weekends since the coronavirus crisis has begun. So I don't know. What are you thinking? Are you actually doing the little travel thing this year? I'm already seeing a lot of people making the move and the groove and all that kind of fun stuff. So what exactly are your plans? Like I have said from day one, if I'm going to go out there and do anything, I'd probably be stuck in a car opposed to actually flying, even if it was long distance. Because at least I know the people that are in the car stuck with me. At least I look at it that way. I could be absolutely wrong. Um, But something to think about, that's for sure. So I don't know. Don't know, don't know, don't know. Anyway, so let's talk about some other things going on, because I think that that might be exciting for some, boring for others. But that's the way that it goes, because you're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. So hang on. 
Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So today's main story, we have to talk about it. We talk about it all the time, so let's not change the subject and do anything different today. We're going to talk about it one more time. And what is it? You know that on Fridays, we take the opportunity to scream and shout and let it all out. You know, that's kind of our gig. We do it all the time. We do it every Friday. We do a 30-second countdown, and we talk about it. So I have found something. I have discovered something, and I have found out the reason that we all need Iceland. And you're going to go, what? Scream, shout. Why do we all need Iceland? Let me explain. You know those times where you're super frustrated and you just have a whole bunch of pent-up aggression and you're looking for a way to get it all out there, get it out and about? Well, I have found the miracle site for you. So let's talk about it. and Let's go to it right away. This one is called Looks Like You Need Iceland. And let me reload it real quick because I want you to hear it in its full glory. So when you go to this website... Let's unmute it. This is what you hear. Ah! Yeah, so let me explain what goes on here. They have these giant speakers in certain areas throughout Iceland, as you can see in this glorious picture if you're watching the video. And you'll notice right away that these giant speakers are there. And then on the website itself, there is a button that says tap to scream. And you click on the button, make a recording, and then it will turn around and play the screen through the speaker in Iceland. Think about all of the frustration that you could save, and then as you can hear the scream occur. So if we go through this real quick, and we went tap to scream, so the browser will ask for permission, blah, blah, blah. That's great. Let's allow it, as you can see. And then we're going to go, ah! And I'm going to let it go. And I guess that's what I sound like digitally. So that's my digital format of me. And then we're going to send the screen. And then we're going to put where I'm at or what my name is. And we'll put Orlando. That just kind of tells you how heavily processed I am. Um, we go United States. We're going to do the traditional nobody reads the terms of agreement. And right now, it has been sent. And I don't want to receive the recording, but you have that as an option as well. But look at that. So we have found a reason why we need why we need Iceland now. For sure, we need Iceland. Now, this is a little fun little website to go to, mess around. I don't know how your weekend's going to look. I don't know what your week's going to look like. I don't know how pent-up aggression you're going to, how much pent-up aggression you're going to have. Now, the other portion here as I talk about it, these speakers are in several different places in Iceland. And of course, I'm going to tell you, every time this thing loads, it starts screaming. So I have to be careful here. I don't want to kill everybody that's listening on to the other side. But these are some options that are readily available for you if you're interested in doing so. So you go out there, you hang out, you scream, you shout, you get it all out. And that is, I'm not going to say it's the most exciting times, but man, it is definitely something different to do than what most do. But I'm pretty sure that when I was talking about Iceland earlier, that was definitely not what you had in mind when I was going to start talking about it. 
And that's okay because those things happen. Nice little website to go hang out on. I'll give you the I'll give you the site one more time, and it is called Looks Like You Need Iceland.com. That's Looks Like You Need Iceland.com. Go out there, try it. I'm sure some jackass will go out there and run an ad or try to do something along those lines. Cause that's just what happens from time to time. I know. Don't, Don't go, go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Sun Levitation by Kilrude. Yeah, coming to you coming to you in the Rated Art Safety Show. Because it's definitely not live. I mean, at least the song's not. Anyway, so let's get back to what's going on inside of the world of the news and talk about some other stuff going on real quick. Trouble is brewing. I hope that you've been that you've already had your coffee for for today before you hear this. And for your sake, I hope it was from a mug. Researchers in India say that drinking coffee and other hot beverages from paper cups can release tens of thousands of potential harmful plastic particles into your drink. They found that it is approximately takes about 15 minutes for coffee or tea to be consumed and the microplastic layers of the cup degrades can be released in 25,000 Micron-sized particles into the hot beverages. Researchers with these nearly are invisible microplastics are becoming real threats to human health. Earlier this year, microplastics were discovered inside of human organs for the first time. It is fears that the contamination can lead up to cancer or infertility. Hey, now. Researchers also know that microplastics contamination can cause inflammation in animals. So I think we have the grounds for a lawsuit here. In 15 minutes, I know people who, who can make a cup of coffee last all morning, so who the hell knows what's going on there? And do you want to tell Greta Thunberg about this, or do I have to do? Do I have to do it? I don't know. We need to figure that things out. So what do you think about the coffee here? I mean, I don't drink coffee. I don't drink tea. I used to drink tea, but I don't anymore. So what do you think? Do you do it out of a coffee cup, a mug, ceramic, glass, stainless steel? Or do you do it out of paper? Paper! So stuff to think about because I see my safety pros out there all the time with the cafe. 
Sometimes cafe con leche. So there you go. Down with the flushing, a Spanish company has invented a self-cleaning toilet that could make that could make flushing obsolete. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. The company has released a video showcasing the loose capabilities in the video. It is loaded with a mountain of, 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 oh my God. Limitations. Our refuse of, of toilet paper. Instead of swirling it away into the normal down the toilet, this unit reacts to the, to the bow into a dishwasher-like device, automatically clean, dries, and disinfects it in the ozone gas after each use. After the toilet springs back into place, looking no worse for wear, at best of all, the cleaning process only requires about two liters of water. And about a third of the average toilet uses per flush. There's a video link that is available. You can go online and find it. Um, so, so this is what you mean of the evolution, I guess. I have teenagers, so like I'm assuming this challenge will probably be accepted by them. And you know, flushing is already obsolete. So who knows what's going to happen next? Because that's going to be the fun times going on inside of that neck of the world. Anyways, let's continue talking. Six weeks, seven pounds. Yeah, you heard me there. Six weeks, seven pounds. What does it all mean? Let's talk about it. 2020 has been the year of many people won't forget for all the wrong reasons, baby. And some people are so ready to move to 2021 because, you know, we so sure believe that the the virus is going to be gone on the flip of the calendar. Welcome, welcome, wake up, people. They're writing at the end of the year that they have the plan to put their diets and exercise routines in quarantine off until next year. To be exact, about 56% of 2,000 Americans surveyed said that they plan to use Thanksgiving and Christmas seasons to excuse to propose postpone a positive health changes and to start fresh in January. Because, you know, new year, new me. Yeah, whatever. Um, this is up to significant of previous years. Only 41% use the holidays as an excuse to indulge themselves in 2019 and jump of 15%. What effect will have this the reckless holiday indulgence have to, to do with your waistline? I, I know some people that that doesn't even count. That doesn't even play a factor. The average respondent expects to gain about seven pounds over their favorite season. Rookies. <laughs> I just hope I'm invited to holiday gatherings that require wearing anything more than formal jammy pants. Okay, I don't really want to go anywhere. I'm just saying that to be a jackass. The problem here is that I say the exact same thing every Christmas, and then in January, I don't change anything. I don't change anything at all. It's that love-hate relationship with diets. And let's talk about it. People do the binge eating stuff during the holiday season. And hey, if that's your gig, that's your gig, whatever it takes, my friends. But man, I, I say it takes, it gets some rough stuff, some rough stuff around that time. That's for sure. So look at it that way as we move forward and talk about some other things. So let's talk about some things of the fool for the city. Another, another way in which COVID-19 has affected our daily lives. It's the effect of prices. The Economist Intelligence Unit, which ranked and compares the price of every item in major cities, say that Hong Kong, Paris, and Zurich have become the world's most expensive cities in which to live in since the last survey near the start of the pandemic in March. The EIU, yeah, the Economist Intelligence Unit, just in case, knows that the price of electronics have increased globally in that time, while clothing prices have fallen because hardly anybody is using them. 
Staple food items largely remain the same price, while personal care products, tobacco, alcohol, have all risen. Here are the world's most expensive cities in where you can live. Let's do the top 10. Number 10, Los Angeles. Number 9, Copenhagen, Denmark. Number 8, New York City. Number 7, Geneva, Switzerland. Number 5, and number 5 is tied with Tel Aviv, Israel, and Osaka, Japan. Number 4, Singapore. And then here we go. Tied for number one, so we'll just say that this is all of them, the top three, Zurich, Switzerland, Hong Kong, and Paris, France. There you go. So not only have I not bought clothing in the last eight months, I have barely changed clothing in the in that time at all. I've been wearing the same shit over and over again. That's something to think about. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about some other things going on. As already discussed, as part of the major news story, let's talk about what's going on in the swampland here, because this is going to be important. Joe Biden's pick for the administration are taking shape. Former Federal Reserve Chairman Jeanette Yellen is expected to to head try the Treasury. Biden's longtime foreign policy and aide Anthony Blinken will head the be the head of state. Former CIA Deputy Director Avril Haines will be the Director of National Intelligence, and the former Secretary of State John Kerry will take full time role raising awareness about climate change. So that's what's making the cycles right now. The White House has authorized the General Service Administration, also known as the GSA, to begin the transition process with Joe Biden's team. The move is another formal indication that President Trump. And his team are going to slow and further fights about the results of the election. So there you go. That is what is going on in the swamp. <sighs> Just two little size little items in regards to the swamp. So let's talk about that. That's so great when that happens. Nothing major. Oh, my God. Anyway, let's talk about the lottery. Let's go for that real quick. No winner for Friday night's Make a Million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $200 million jackpot or $155.5 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Wednesday's drawing will be for, let's see, $202 million. Jackpot or $157.9 million cash payout. So there you go. Some interesting times going on inside of there. So it's some exciting news. We talked about it a few weeks ago, and we'll talk about it right now because this is the return of Jaffa. So let's talk about it. Al Roker returned to two, to the Today Show on Monday. The 66-year-old meteorologist explained during the first hour of the morning news show that he is feeling good and trying to exercise after undergoing surgery for prostate cancer. Earlier this month, Roker revealed that his diagnosis and shared it that he would be taking some time off to undergo surgery. Good to hear that Mr. Roker is back. I love that guy. So good what he does. The views and, and that's definitely the wrong button, my friend. streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Yeah, I guess that's why he's good at what he does, and I suck at what I do because I hit the wrong buttons all the time. I guess I should probably just start sitting down again, opposed to standing up all the time. 
<laughs> Doubt that's going to happen. Anyways, the American Music Awards hit a new, lo- hold on, hit a new low on Sunday night viewership ratings. The award show earned about a one-point rating in the adult 18 to 49 category and saw a 3.8 million views in early Nielsen data, a slight drop from last year's telecast. NBC Sunday night football continues to be the slot to beat, especially this past Sunday in the nail biter game between Kansas city chiefs and the Las Vegas Raiders, which saw about 15.17 million people watching that bad boy. Yesterday we briefly spoke about it. So let's talk about it a little bit more. Real quick, after skipping the American Music Awards on Sunday night with no explanation given, it was revealed on Monday what happened to performer Bad Bunny. The rep told the star deadline that the Puerto Rican rapper had to skip the show after testing positive for COVID. Bunny was supposed to perform Ducati at the award show. So there you go. Hopefully he will recover shortly. Harvey Weinstein is monitored by cameras 24-7 while behind bars to prevent a Jeffrey Epstein scenario. Man, that could mean so much. What exactly does that mean? TMZ reports the prison officials are taking extra precautions out of fear that the disgraced movie mogul may injure himself. In addition, a regularly, surve- a regularly surveillance cameras, our guys are constantly on the trail of Weinstein's are also equipped with eye-level cameras just in case. Epstein was found dead in the cell in the Metropolitan Correctional Facilities in Manhattan back in August of 2019. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on inside of there. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other stuff real quick. Here's some things if you care. If you are big into baseball, you might like this real quick. Wrigley Field, yeah, Wrigley Field is now a National Historic Landmark. The Chicago Cubs announced the recognition of the ballpark on social media, explaining that the designation will preserve the stadium in Chicago. Wrigley Fields and Fenway Park in Boston are now only active Major League Baseball stadiums that have the Federal National Historic Landmark status. The old Tiger Stadium in Detroit also had the status before it was demolished, according to ESPN. So I kind of I kind of feel kind of weird about that. So what happens when you when you pee inside of the building now? Oops! What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about a little bit about other things going on, real quick. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about some things that we need to talk about, and let's take some seriousness here for just a brief moment. This time during the year is normally rough across the board for a lot of people depending on where you're kind of at mentally. So let's talk about this. This week is pretty rough, especially if you're not very close to family, if people are far apart, you don't have a way to access them, or maybe the holidays just kind of plays a big factor to what you have going on regardless. I have some friends that you can talk to. They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. This is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Their phone number is 1-800-273-TALK, one 800 273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. This is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They can help you to prevent suicide. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress, prevention, and crisis resources for you or your loved ones and best practices for professionals. If you don't want to do the phone call scenario, you can go to the website, suicidepreventionlifeline.org 
That is suicidepreventionlifeline.org. This is not a funny bit. This is not a bit to joke about. This is serious stuff here that we need to talk about because there's a lot of people during this time frame that struggle mentally with the holiday season. You might have some friends, some acquaintances that you know that this might actually apply to. You might even be the person that it applies to. But let's talk about your friends and acquaintances. If you know people that normally fall under this category, call them. Just reach out to them. See how they're doing. See how things are going. I know it's going to be difficult in regards to trying to get together in some places, but just reach out. It doesn't hurt to reach out, pick up that phone, send a text message, use it on your tablet, whatever it takes just to be in contact with people, just to see how they're doing during this time. All joking aside, serious business, stuff to talk about with people, just care, just see about how they're doing. That's all it is. And if you need someone to talk to, you personally, do the reverse scenario. Nobody's called you, call somebody, just out of the blue. Yeah, just have somebody to talk to. You can do that. It's okay. It is okay to be okay. It is okay not to be okay. It is okay not to be okay and talk about it. I can turn around and tell you this scenario has not been perfect in the world right now. Life here has not been perfect. Some people won't, you know, won't say that kind of stuff. Yes, has our businesses changed? Yes, I think business has changed for a lot of people. Our business is not what it used to be, and that's cool. That's okay. That's understandable. But life isn't perfect, and I think that this is affecting all of us in one way, shape, or form. And it can have mental impacts. It can have financial impacts. It can have impacts across the board. But it's something to talk about. I'm not going to sit here and say, woe is me. That's not going to be the case. But, hey, I can tell you things are different than what we were a year ago. But I think that's most of us. But I just think we need to have these open and honest conversations. Anyways, the other one that you can go to is my friends at Two Right Love on Her Arms. Just in case you don't remember, Two Right Love on Her Arms. T-W-L-O-H-A.com. They have all kinds of resources available just to read over if that's what you're interested in doing. And you don't really want to communicate with anybody. You can just read the resources that are available there. They can even tell you about stuff that's available in your local area. And keep in mind that all of these resources and numbers that I'm telling you about are open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, including holidays. So I don't want you to get lost in translation if things are not going well in your neck of the woods. Anyways, let's talk about it real quick because we're already here talking about this. Our friends at missingkids.org. If you've ever been wondered about what happens after a Amber Alert occurs, you can actually go to missingkids.org. This is the national line to figure out what is going on with missing and exploited children. They have a plethora of information available that is there about what is going on in your area and across the U.S., So there you go. If you're interested in that information, you can go there. Anyways, let's get you back into some of our normal stuff right here. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Okay, so let's give you some whack facts for today, Tuesday. Uh, In 2011, a woman bought a non-visible piece of art that cost $10,000. A balanced diet for a human is about the same as that for a rat. The more features your phone has, the longer you spend on the toilet. The average speeds of high catch-up squirt is about 0.28 miles per hour. 
The Eiffel Tower is repainted using 60 tons of paint every seven years. A butt was a medieval unit of measure for wine. So think about that. Can I get some butt wine? Can I get a butt of wine? Yeah, that's something to think about. Anyways, let's give you some slices of BS that we need to talk about. Get it out, out of the system. Here you go. The 48 AMAs were held on Sunday. It was a music night to shine other than the Grammy Awards and the Billboard Awards and the Video Music Awards and the Country Music Awards and the Soul Train Awards and the... Shall I continue? Did you... You got it, right? Okay, <laughs> the 48th Annual Music Awards were held on Sunday. Taylor Swift was nominated for Best Artist for the third straight year, which makes which makes this award show the only relationship that she has had that lasted longer than two weeks. It's American Thanksgiving on Thursday. I plan to spend the same way I spend every other day, jamming food into my mouth, guzzling whiskey, and ignoring my in-laws. Almost 80% of Americans say that they prefer eating at home over going to a restaurant on Thanksgiving Day, mostly because there, there'd be fewer eyewitnesses at home, even if they put an extended family member in a chokehold. It's Thanksgiving on Thursday, a day of reflection, and it goes to give thanks of our blessings. I'm thankful for the pilgrims for choosing turkey and not yak. I just read a report that <laughs> claims exercise helps the brain fight depressions. It's easy. When you go to the gym and see how stupid guys in oversized weight belts and affliction tanks, you feel much better about yourself. That's something to think about for sure. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. So there you go. There's some information going on. Anyway, so let me tell you about a thing that I have coming up here. Me and my friend Joshua Caddell will be doing an event coming up here in the next in the next little bit. First, uh, second week of December, December the 9th. If you're interested in joining our revolutionary servant leadership class that we'll be actually be conducting. It's kind of a combination of two classes into one. It's my simple revolutionary act class that is the core study work from this the revolutionary act books produced by Todd Conklin and talking about servant leadership, a whole course on how to become a servant leader inside of your organizations or in different portions of your life, mostly conducted by my good old friend, Joshua Caudell. If you're interested in getting some more information, you can go to safetyfm.io. And this is going to be kind of a weird combo ticket. So we're going to be doing normal tickets available there, but we'll also have a special ticket for pay it forward. This is all, all in a format where you'll be able to do the online portion will be a live class, servant, the revolutionary servant leadership, but nobody will be able to tell what kind of ticket you got. Just want to let you know the little inside Iggy, because that became a thing last time, but it will definitely be part of our pay it forward event. You can go to safetyfm.io for more information. This will be occurring on December the 9th of 2020 at 11 a.m. 
Eastern time. Because the biggest complaint that I normally get about our classes is the time that it is scheduled because we don't get the people in the West and we don't get some of our international folks. So hopefully that will work out some good times there in the interesting combo. Anyways, let's talk about some other stuff going on real quick. Let me give you some random stuff for you to do today if you're interested in doing so. Anyways, if you need a random joke for the day, try this one. I miss the good old days when Black Friday actually was on Friday. If you need a phone starter, start this one with your next phone call. What is your unique talent? If you need a conversation for the water cooler today, question is this. One in five men admit doing this even though it is considered a woman's activity. What is it? Reading romance novels. Question, in a survey, 23% of people admitted that they do this in preparation for their huge Thanksgiving dinner. What is it? Wear stretchy pants. There you go. Wear stretchy pants. I so had something else that I came to mind as I said was going to say that. Anyways, let's talk about this day back in 1963. Jack Ruby kills Lee Harvey Oswald. Oswald was accused of the assassination of JFK two days before while being transferred from Dallas Police Headquarters to a more secure jail. Ruby fired a single shot with a Point with a 38 revolver later killed Oswald. Ruby died standing trial. Speculations over Ruby's motives abound that Ruby had mob ties that he killed Oswald to shut him up before talking to a larger conspiracy and that he was truly such a hate-filled rage that he took the assassination. So there you go, so personally. So that's what's going on on what occurred on this day. So let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate before we get into the big day that you can celebrate at the end of the week. Yeah, something like that. So here we go. National Sardines Day. Celebrate your unique talent day. Boy, is that a celebration that could be special. Virtual World Prisoner Day. Diet Breaking Day. Now, that's the rest of the week. Mysterious Russian Soul Day. The hell is that? Uh, Reality Acceptance Day. And International Antidepressant Day. Anyway, so that's the stuff that you're going on today that you can celebrate if you're interested in doing so. So if I'm going to leave you with a thought for today, this is the thought I'm going to leave you with. Find a victory in every defeat to remain hopeful and find a defeat in every victory to remain humble. Use that as part of your life sequence and it'll get you further than what you ever expected. Anyways, you have been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM, home of Real Safety Talk. Anyways, I'll be back tomorrow for you and I to hang out. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.